the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery. If you have a green thumb or have always wanted one, then get ready for Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, hosted by Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Garden Talk aims to introduce new ideas, help solve problems, and keep you up to date on the latest developments in the nursery and landscaping industry. Call in now with your gardening questions, 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Now, here are your Garden Talk hosts, Ken, David, Mark, and George. Good morning, San Diego. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Ullman. We're going to be here for the next hour talking about all kinds of stuff going on in your yard and garden. Good morning, guys. Good morning, fellas. How are we? I'm good. Good Good morning. I think I'm good, too. Good morning. We have four people here. Yeah. 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 That's right. Was it you that was not here last week? Yeah. I was not here last week. You were not here last week. The Grand Right, Right now? 6.05, I was 35 minutes into stupidity. March. Stupidity. Just not clinking, thinking clearly. Yes. Oh. Yeah, well, it's quite an accomplishment, though. Yeah, I have to, I total have accomplishment. To, yeah, and I don't be proud. I, I like to fly over it. I don't like to walk through it. Well, see, that's the thing. I probably would have gotten halfway through and just like, oh, I'm done. I'm going to have to. Somebody's going to have to fly me out of here. They have exactly. helicopters and, and, and horses if you need to get out. Well, that's good. I, mean, I don't know how I'm much I'm not good on either one of them, but. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I bet on the horses, but I wouldn't. I don't know. Wouldn't ride one no, on a I, canyon I, wall? Yeah. They have to strut me down, I think. I'm not a big. You have to strap you sideways over mm-hmm. the saddle. Yeah, I yeah, saw a Dean I'm Martin a, movie once, and yeah, that's. A, I'm oh, not a. I'm not a big. Bad. I'm not a big horse fan either. Yeah, is it? They, now, now hang on a second. Hey, you haven't opined yet. Are you good this morning? <laughs> I, I am well. Thank You're you. You're well. Yes, okay. and I'm glad that you did that. It was a I'm great just, accomplishment. It was, yes. and I'm I'm yeah. glad I did it too. But from 30 degrees and over 8,000 feet to a howling wind, and I don't know at the end. Uh, for those of you who are wondering what the heck we're talking about. I had a friend suggest that I join him for hiking the Grand Canyon last week, and I did. Rim to rim. Rim to rim, one day, 12 and a half hours on the trail, including breaks, 25 miles approximately. Spectacular. It was really, I'm really glad I did it. I don't think I'd run out there and do it again, but it was really neat. And starting up in the, at the north rim in the forest and then hiking down into the desert and then hiking out to a little bit drier forest on the other side was Pretty neat horticulturally. Well, I was going to ask that. So, so horticulturally, yeah. what, what what were some of the neat things you may have seen? <laughs> Most of it was geologic formations, but you're up in the beautiful forests on the north north rim, and it was eighty. I don't know how many. It was over eight thousand feet. And fortunately for my air sucking abilities, we were going down at that point, and it was easy. It, the first twenty miles was a piece of cake. It's all <laughs> downhill and level. And the last five is, guess what? Uphill. It's all uphill. There was, was no escalator. Say. There was no aerial tram. Nothing. And the horses leave uh, They leave things on the trail. I guess it's biodegradable that makes it okay. But it really annoyed me all the way down the trail. And you know how I am, yeah. like, kind of like you. I'm here in the midst of all this beauty. And I'm crossing the, the Colorado thing, the River. The you can think about is And that. I'm ticked off about the, the horse poop on the trail. Well, I get it. And, and it's supposed to be donkeys, right? I thought, ever hear about, I thought it was mules. Well, they looked like little horses. They didn't well, look like they mules. Donkeys, right? I don't know. I don't know. They look they look like horses. I, I'll show you pictures later. You can tell me if it's a donkey, a mule, or a horse. My sister was trying to explain it to me, but I, you know, didn't listen. Yeah. <laughs> but it was neat. I'm. It was surprised me, and I'm glad I did it. No, well, okay. we're glad you lived. Thank you. 
because that was that, that was, was the, that was the question. Yeah, <laughs> will I be here next week? Exactly. Yes, and I am. So, anyway, if you get the chance and want to hike, there were people that were. Now the thing is, you don't hike the Grand Canyon rim to rim. They go rim to rim to rim. After they get to the top of the second side, they turn around and go back the other way. No, there's no reason. For well, it's because they that's where they park the car. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there is some truth to that. You know what we did? We passed somebody, a friend of the son that I was hiking with, on the trail. And he had parked at the south rim and was hiking north. And we parked at the north rim. We're hiking south. We traded keys. And then everybody had a car at the end, which is wonderful. We saw somebody else doing the same thing on the trail. It's genius. Pure genius. Uh, yeah, Sounds like a process, or, though. Fine, yes. fine, fine line between genius and stupidity. Whatever. Oh, always a line. Always. All right. Line. Well, all good, welcome though. to Garden Talk. I didn't see a moon this morning. No. It, it was, little, it little was overcast. overcast. A little overcast this morning. Uh, looks like it's going to be a nice weekend, though. So if you wanna, both, both stores are going to be open all weekend and Monday. So if you want to get out and do some gardening, we will be there to help you out. Uh, some of the things to look for in the stores right now. we got some... I can't remember who they came from. The the red leaf lagerstromias. Oh yeah, got, the di- dynamites or whatever. Uh, well, these were fu- deltas, delta delta, fu- sure. delta fusion and delta fuchsia. That's because huh. dynamite was already taken, oh, so yeah. it must be somebody else's dark leaf series. Gotcha. I can't remember who it was. They look neat. They're beautiful plants. Yeah. Uh, they're more of a shrub type, right? Uh, crepe myrtle. More of, a, more of a shrub type crepe myrtle. Yeah. Didn't I see some patio tree? Red leaf crepe myrtles in the store? We did. Oh, I know we got some from I think Monrovia, I saw some, and I haven't seen them in a tree form before, and I saw the yeah. bushes too. But oh, I, I, don't, this is the first. I, didn't see, I didn't see the tree form. Yeah, we, get, we have the tree forms. In. I'm surprised. I'm sure you, you, you usually look up when you walk. Yeah, Mark, I, I was always do. looking down, so he wouldn't notice them up Correct. in the air. I but. just look eye level. <laughs> All those patio <laughs> yeah. trees are about my head. They're right there. Just over my head. A couple of things to look for if you're putting in a vegetable garden. We have the... Yard-long Japanese beans, where the oh, the, the, be, the 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 pods the pods, the pods yeah. get between twenty and thirty inches long. They saw we had some of those. That's a big bean. That, that is, is a all. Big bean. It's a very big bean. You probably only need to eat a couple of them for. Per and meal. I wonder if they have what do we call those things that Dr. Ron Gidry? Remember we were talking about them a couple of weeks ago when the guy oh, called in. That's right. Yeah. Um, some enzyme or something that was that's in the beans and yeah. peas that can cause digestive disruption. Oh, I don't remember that. So eating a yard-long bean may cause more digestive disruption than eating a shorter bean. Well, that's possible, I guess. Seems to make sense. I think sense. they all go in the same quantity. So you, know, you can eat. Well, no, if you're eating one bean, I'm going to have one bean. It'll be okay. Oh, I see if what it's you're six saying. inches it. long Agreed. or it's a yard Agreed. long, it's going to be different. I agree. Okay, um, don't make me come over there. <laughs> and then we got a new yellow tomato that I hadn't seen before. Um, Doctor Weiches. Have you seen? I've seen the name. I've heard yeah. the name. I've heard right. the name. It's a big, big, huh? Lobed. Um, I mean, the the picture is it, it's bright yellow. I mean, it, bright yellow tomato. It's supposed to have really good flavor. I've never grown it myself. Have, are you familiar with? That I've, one, oh, like them. I've seen the name. I've seen the tag. I I did notice this morning, my cucumbers are. I put some cucumbers on a trellis, and they haven't grown very tall, but they're producing cucumbers. And cucumbers develop very quickly. Have you noticed how quickly they go from no, I just that tiny little thing to harvest? It's like a week. Our, well, well, that's two, like that's ten like, days, maybe. No, they, it's okay. quick. Ours are doing really well. That's like zucchini. Yeah. I mean, you go you out, go out, there, you go out there's day. one that's three inches long, and you go back two days later, and it's, it's like a baseball bat. That's the truth. Yeah. It is the truth. Yeah, it's pretty pretty crazy how fast those go. Um, plumerias are starting to come into season. They look nice. Um, and we had that really unusual one, the Pudica, Pudica, yeah. yeah. We had a couple. We had a couple of those out there. They were actually buttered up and yeah. getting ready to bloom. And that's the one that's got the really weird foliage. Leaf, too. Yeah. It kind of yeah. has a right, it's a coral tree leaf to it, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, it's well, uh, uh, no. uh, poinsettia leaf to it. No, holly yeah, leaf to it. It's just weird. Yeah, I think it's more. It's kind of got yeah. a weird yeah. leaf to it. I, it I say. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Like it's, the re- it's just a white flower, though, right? I mean, it's the. You know, you guys were a little more casual when yeah. I left. What happened last week in my absence? Uh, You're a little about, more sticklers. Yeah. You're stickling yeah. for detail now. <laughs> uh, in the herb section, saw something new that I hadn't seen before, and it was variegated basil. I hadn't seen it either. Yeah, it's got weight that. variegation to it. Huh? 
I have a pepper at home that was supposed to be a sweet pepper, but it, I'm noticing that the leaves on it are variegated now. And the only variegated one I know is like fish pepper or fish. something. Right, it's that's a, a hot one. It's yeah. hot, yeah. yeah. Is that what it's going to? Is that what my sweet pepper is going to turn out to be? I Did it? Don't know. Or do I have the virus? What if you have a virus? Yeah, maybe you maybe. have. A, maybe you have. I'll well. see my doctor or pharmacist. Right. Oh, I'm talking about um, sports. I was driving down, driving into the neighborhood the other day, and. Um, my neighbor across the street, uh, along a fence in their front yard, they have a bunch of iceberg roses that are all in full bloom right now. They look they look really nice, but one of them sported, and it has an orange flower on it. In the middle of this solid white, white bush, flowers. there's one orange flower. Well, you've got to get over there and get on. I've that. been trying to figure. It's about the color of that square on the wall there. I mean, it. it That's I mean, pretty it, orange. Re- it really stands out. I've been thinking about how am I going to get over there and get a cutting, get a cutting of it. Yeah, yeah. This could it, be the Ken Anderson rose, or you can know, yeah, you name never it know. after a grandchild or something. You never know, but uh, it was um, it was pretty wild. You do the the play by or no the you give the actual information. Do you want to tell people what a sport is so they're not? Oh, we, thinking yeah, baseball? I think we talked about that a while. Yeah, we actually, I thought when he said speaking of sports, he was going to go down I, that road. So yeah. did I. So in in botany, a sport is a genetic mutation of some sort in a in a plant. It could be a you know a stem or the fruit comes out differently. Uh, or and a, a white of, rose that comes out orange. Right. All of and a, a good example is um is the pink lemonade. Uh, that, that lemon, uh, eureka, yeah. right? Rose. rose. Yes. Yeah, the pink that came from a, that came from a eureka and it's right. a, a variegated and has a different flavor, different color uh, fruit. I, I was very excited. I have a yellow climbing rose at home. It's called I think it's called Full Moon Rising. It's it's beautiful rose and enormous flowers on it. I don't think we get it anymore. But all of a sudden, I had this beautiful apricot rose coming out of it, and I thought, yes, my fortune is here. And I talked to somebody who knew a hybridizer unfortunately one of the parents of full moon rising was this was orange rose so it was just a reversion and nothing special it was very sad so you're going nowhere i'm well, going but still that does happen still that does rapidly happen in nature That's, yes it's pretty cool yes okay i'm well, trying to i'm well, trying to think of what else well you there's know a, num- a number there uh, there's a number of camellias that i believe originated from sports right and many of the variegated flowers yeah, they had right. been a solid color, and then yes, don't ask me to tell you the name of one. No, but yes, many camellias <laughs> have come from sports. You heard it here first, first, second, or last. I still haven't planted up my my straw bale. Remember that I took the potatoes out of. I wanted to put tomatoes in it, and you said George said I could not put tomatoes in it because they're from the same family. Do you remember that? I didn't say you couldn't. Well, you kind of did. No, no, we talked. You about, admonished we, me. We we spoke of of rotating your your plants periodically. You know, well, that's years. telling me I can't, isn't it? No, it's giving you options. Okay, so I still haven't planted. I, I think I'm going to put squash in it or something, something big that's not from the family. And you gave me permission to do that, I but did, I still actually, haven't. Yeah. And the soil's getting drier and drier. I need to. Well, it's getting warmer and warmer. Is that why? Yes. But I've been doing it all the same all these years, and now it's different. Yeah. Well, okay. I need to get it done. And people who think that it is getting late. And getting panicky about it now is the beginning of the of the warm season planting. The melons and the squashes love this weather. Correct. Pumpkins. 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 Yep. Yeah. Whatever size: the small ones, medium ones, large ones, extra large, jumbo. Big Maxi. Big Maxi. Yeah. yeah. No, that's old. Dill's Atlantic Giant or greater. Oh yeah. Well, I was talking to I was talking to Sierra earlier this week. Uh, she's one of the people that works in the bedding department at, in Poway, and. Uh, she pointed out a new watermelon that we got in that we hadn't gotten in before, and the color—it's a—it's it, a green and white watermelon, but the coloration on it is exactly reversed of most watermelons. It's, it's predominantly white with green stripes instead of green with, with white stripes. with white stripes. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So I can't you remember, remember the name. I no, say you don't no, I don't the remember the name of it. I, re- That's right. I remember she she pointed it out and pulled the tag out and handed it to me, but and I still I, couldn't. And remember. then Ken walked up and showed it to me and said, "Have you ever seen this?" And I said, "No," and I don't remember it either. <laughs> <laughs> so, so if you if you want to plant watermelons that look a little bit different, just look for the tag and you'll yeah. see the you'll see the. Uh, and picture. still, there is time if you want to do seeds. Yes. Yeah. There's sometimes there are more varieties by seed if you choose to do so. Correct. 
We just put a bunch of seeds in last week for different pumpkins and, and watermelons. My goal this Memorial Day weekend is to plant some seeds in my raised straw bales that I have to kind of push back together and then refill. And it's going to be a lot of work. It sounds like it. It's I'm not sure hot. if this is the name of it. Is it White One White Wonder Watermelon? Could be. Could be. Um, if you want to give us a call today, 888-344-1170 is the number. You're listening to Garden Talk on KCBQ and KPRZ. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with more Garden Talk right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. To the garden party, they all knew my name. No one recognized me. I didn't look the same, but it's all right now. I learned my lesson well. You see, you can't please everyone, so you got to please yourself. People can we're back for miles around. With more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ, I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Um, there's some good news uh, on the horizon. Some citrus is starting to become available again. We got a we got a pretty good pretty good load of it uh, this week. Yeah, of, of five or six varieties, though. Yeah, yeah, not of everything. Yeah, we have stuff, but it's not very deep. We got in Mexican limes, thornless Mexican lime, bear slime, uh, the citrus. citrus Tris Hitch's 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 Easy for us to say. Yeah. Um, but the one that is used for, for cooking, and cooking, people have been waiting yes. for that. That we've been out of longer than the other, yeah, other two, and a couple others, which I don't remember at yeah, this moment in time. But, Those were the, one, were the, the uh, Mexican limes, were they standards or semi dwarfs? Semi, these were all semi dwarfs. Yeah, all okay. semi dwarfs, right. yeah. And, and they had same? enough that they allowed me to place another order, and I think uh, you Tony guys did, too, Tony, Tony did too, did for next week. Yeah. And, some, and again, some it's, if, now is the time to get them. I'm, again, unfortunately, we, we can't predict what we're going to get. But, uh, and we have them now, so now is, would and, be a time to get them. And, and every day people yeah. ask me, when will we be getting this? I and I, honestly, we have no I like idea. I don't lie to people. But I had no idea. No, we don't. could be tomorrow. It could be six months. And they, they keep it close. I mean, they don't let us know. Well, that's that, how it's been playing out. Yeah, you know? yeah. I, I just I asked you last week and you said I have no idea, and yeah. then stuff shows up. And then I get a call from right. Shelley and says, "Hey, we do have yeah, some stuff that I can get for you." Correct, and it's it's it doesn't seem right, but I when mean, I when that's I all we can do call our it's other supplier. Yeah, I email our other supplier every week to get a an availability. Yeah, mm-hmm. It used to be two pages, one of citrus and one of fruit trees, and now since there is nothing. Not a single variety of citrus available. They don't even send me that first page anymore. I just get the limited fruit tree page. Um, so if, the moral of this story is, if you are interested in planting certain types of fruit trees and you want to be sure to get them when they exist, when we have them, I would recommend getting them. And, and even if you're not ready to plant them, correct? Yeah, take care of them yeah. until you are. because they'll, they'll be fine in the containers for, you know. Providing you, you water can. them. Well, correct. Yeah. Correct. About this time one year ago, we had a good supply of avocados, including gems and Jan Boys, and we haven't gotten them since. But I, I, ha- I bought four avocados that, that week, a bacon, a gem, a Jan Boys, and a future one to be named later. I don't remember what the fourth one is, but I still haven't planted them. They're still in their five-gallon pots, and they are still alive, which... That's a you're per- looking at me to, to to say that a tremendous yeah. feat that right. they're still alive. Put them put them near water, yeah, to, and remember to water them and water them on their schedule, which is 
every day if they're in the full sun, not on your schedule when you get to it, and they will still be alive. I really need to plant those. Maybe I could do those this weekend too. I actually planted a couple of avocados uh, out by the pool. I had I had two out there a long time ago, and then I killed them. So uh, I just decided I'm going to try it again. So I went with went with little cotto on holiday, okay, because they're going to be small on the smaller side. Yeah, um, but man, my parents have a holiday avocado in their backyard. The size of the fruit on that thing is cannonball. That's what I've heard. They're yeah. huge. Yeah. Um, we got really excited this week. Uh, I was out with Brian looking at a vendor's truck, and they had a really nice, a, a decent-looking avocado, which we haven't been able to get avocados Correct. frequently either. And so they were, it was about probably about... Three feet tall on a four foot stake. Okay, I mean, I mean, it's small, not, not your typical, but well, it is typical now. But, but, it, yes, but yes. it's an avocado. Correct. So, That's good so we were. Brian was looking over the availability, and they had all kinds of. They, they had probably six different ones on there that we haven't had in a, in a long time. So we got all excited and ordered a bunch of them, and, and uh, they uh, came in. We we took them, but we're sitting on them for a little while because they were. They weren't, they, they weren't three feet tall on a four-foot stake, the ones that came in. They were, no, the sample, so they, the this, sample was. The sample, the, was <laughs> the sample was really nice. The ones that came in were really short. So, yeah, no, I know. So we've we, we will have, too. We will have, we will have some hard-to-get varieties probably in about, oh, I don't know, what, three or four weeks? Yeah, yeah they know. were almost rooted to the bottom of the pot. Yeah. You'd have to be really careful. And they, they, they could use a little bit of time. Yeah, so we're going we're gonna to give them some time. Uh, Baby them in the back for a little while, but as soon as as soon as they're ready to go, we'll we'll have them out. But it, it yeah. was just, it was just nice to it was nice to see some some, some new stock some yeah. new stock coming in. Yeah. It, it just is, it's not out there. It, did it, did you guys get them? Do you know? Did you get to some? my knowledge? No. Yeah. Well, one of the ones that we were pretty excited about was Reed's, mm. and then they oh, didn't yeah. come in. Oh gosh! They were on the list. They were on yeah. the order. They weren't on the truck. Uh, <laughs> that hurts. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. We are going to go. We're going to go to the phones. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. We're going to go up to uh, Oceanside where Larry is waiting. Good morning, Larry. How are you? Hey guys. Good morning. Listen, I was start. It was in the poly store yesterday, and I bought um, some of the uh, Captain Jack debug because my uh, citrus trees are getting that yellow and they're starting to get the mites on it. But I also bought, and I, I have two questions. And I also bought the traps. I bought four packs of the traps because. I have uh, a lot of citrus trees. Um, do I is the one uh, negate the other? Do I still need the traps, or should I put uh, put them on later if I use that Captain Jack debug? Well, the, my, my first question: you, see, you had mites, and you bought the Captain Jacks for the mites. Are we speaking of the leaf miner? Um, I thought it did both. Oh, it does. But I was curious when you were talking about the traps. Also, if we're talking. Yeah, same insect. Yeah, yeah, I got the try. I got I got leaf miner on some of the tra- on the um, uh, uh, my trees, and I bought the traps last. I bought them a, a last month, and um, and they're already starting to get all kinds of bugs in there and stuff. Yeah. Well, you can use them in conjunction; it's not a problem. Let me put the traps up now. The, the traps will okay. the traps will reduce the male populations, and in turn reduce the number of pregnant females laying eggs in your trees. Then you'd have to you know, perhaps spray less frequently. Right. Neither of them will give you complete control. Right. Both of them will help. Yeah, yeah, it's it's the battle. And the second thing is, um, before I have to go to divorce court, my wife's got these uh, for the butterflies. She's got like 12 plants, the host and the feeders. I don't know what that thing is. Mm-hmm. But um, if I spray that, I'm reading the, the directions on this stuff. And it says it kills caterpillars. That is correct. How far, away, how far away should I stay away from the um, those uh, the, the butterfly yeah. plants? Well, just make as sure the wind's possible. not blowing. Yeah, yeah I yeah. don't. It's a yeah. great question. I don't. I don't really know the, the answer to that. But I mean, make sure it's not a windy day or the wind's blowing a different direction or something. Yeah, that's uh, that's cheaper than divorce court. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah it is. It yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay, guys, I love the show. Talk to you later. Thanks for the call, Larry. Have a great weekend. You know, the, you as well. Thank take you. care. Take care. The, the benefit of the trap, though, is as he's saying, he's starting to see stuff in it. It gives you an indication that the moth is active, right, and he can there. take appropriate, yes. you know, other actions like spraying insecticidal soap. Even will kill the moth and reduce the moth populations. Right, right. That's what I tell people to put them in and 
Yeah, the Captain You'll Jack. See yeah, it. the Captain Jack's is good once the the problems there. Yeah. Once the what, what what are you doing, David? Am I wearing my white hat that says Captain Jack's Dead Bug Brew? Oh, yeah. it, it is, is actually. Yes, yes, it is. I, okay, I just want to make sure. I guess the bill is dark, so I wasn't so, sure. So the Captain Jack's will kill the, the the minor stage when it's actually in the leaf, but, but because the, it's translaminar. Because of that, I was setting you up. Thank you, a softball. sir. Teed it up very nicely. But you know, it, sp- speaking of the traps, last week I had mentioned that I I filled in for you, David, because I was the person that had purchased something and left it in the garage, and then. One of our listeners, Mary, was very kind and, and put one together and, and had it dropped off and dropped it off at the nursery for me. When I got there on Saturday, there was one waiting, which inspired Capri and I to get ours out. And so we did the origami thing. And- yeah, if you yes. have always wanted to try origami but didn't want to dip in too, too far, you can get a citrus leaf miner trap and on the back of the label is the origami the folding, folding instructions. Folding instructions. Yeah. And they are extensive. Yeah, I did that last week. I put a couple out, put a couple out. So we'll, and I also and I and I did spray too. Uh, put yeah. a, put another dose of Captain you know, Jacks wow. on everything. He said one I thing, know. Larry. Well, no, that's that's good. And when you're doing this, make sure you don't take the plastic off the sticky stuff until directed to, because otherwise you will stick to your trap. The sticky stuff. Yeah, is, it is sticky. Sticky. It really sticky is. Stuff. Sticky, um, yeah. Larry said one thing that I I wasn't sure if it was the rodent traps that were in the four pack or the if he got a. Leaf miner trap in a four pack. I don't think we sell one in a four pack. I hope he got the right one because the leaf miner traps are two. That's two, a good two point, packs, yes. right? And the lure traps I don't think are four either. I think so three. hopefully he got the right thing. He got the right thing. So keep that in mind, Larry. The citrus leaf miner stuff I don't think we have in a four pack. So hopefully you have the right product. Do we have four packs of snap traps? Not to my knowledge, but I don't. I don't I, know. Yeah. Uh oh. Maybe he'll, he is going to end be up. Fine. He'll be fine. He's going to end up in divorce court anyway. No, no, no. no. Well, but depends on how no. well he sprays that spinosad. Yeah. <laughs> what it lands on. Yeah, That's but, you know, but it, that is a big thing for people. I mean, people should realize that you have to be careful with those things because yeah. the wind blows and and, and BT too. Yeah, BT. Yes, it doesn't know the difference. These products don't know the difference between a good witch or a bad witch. That a good caterpillar true. one you want to keep, and the ones you want to get rid of. Yeah, because it kills all of them. Yes. So yeah. And you know, and spinosad is is great on on chewing insects, correct? But on sucking insects like aphids and stuff like yeah. that, yeah, scale doesn't do, right. it, doesn't, doesn't do anything. Doesn't, doesn't do it. Doesn't do anything for them. Right. So, and the, the other thing with spinosad is the the um, the weight to the weight to harvest is all over the board. Yeah. Some it's everything from it's everything like from one day to two months or, months or, or, yeah. or, 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 or two 60 months. days for asparagus. Yeah, asparagus. 60 yeah. days. Yeah. Two months, I, yeah. Well, who needs to spay, spay asparagus? <laughs> Spray asparagus anyway. Yeah. Which, typically you don't. Yeah. You know, should we let's circle back now on this too, which is why we recommend when you're somebody is buying and spraying something that they read the, read the label. label. That's, yes. that's huge. That's usually a pretty good idea. Because yeah. there's info in there. That, and quite frankly, the labels change. It, it does. And, and, uh, and, and they don't necessarily tell you that they change. I mean, it's kind of your responsibility to read the label. But you you buy it one year and the next year. It's, it's, it's a different it's product in the same. I know. It, I know. Same, same name, different product. Yeah. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with more right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. To the garden party, they all knew my name. No one recognized me. I didn't look the same, but it's all right now. I learned my lesson.
Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahadian, and George Allman. And it, Look at the size of those steaks. Those are those are pretty big steaks. I got an I have, email from Costco. Mickelson. Well, that was pretty cool, too. Yes, I got an was. email from Costco. They have those tomahawk steaks. Yeah. yeah. Can I call them that? Yeah. I think, well, that's awesome. <laughs> I would never buy that like that, but I really want to. Yeah, I've, you should. Yeah, I've seen those two, and it's not. Yeah, I want one. I want one also. And just a yeah. one on my plate that I can just yeah. pick up and eat at my leisure. Exactly. Okay, sorry. You can go back to. Uh, well, we were talking garden about talk. We were talking about the talking about labels and yeah. the importance of reading a label and uh, <laughs> and paying attention to what you spray on your roses and, pay, and paying attention to what color the bottle is and what the label is on that blue bottle, but. Yes. Uh, a, a, a really good example of how how you can get into trouble really quickly is um, Bonide, which is probably the probably the biggest pesticide manufacturer that's out there right now. One of them, yeah. Well, who's bigger? Probably, probably Monterey. Uh, well, I think if you look at the, they have it, a lot of stuff. They're yes, a big supplier. They, they one of the, we, sorry, we one can't, of the bigger we can't suppliers. Get, I, I we cannot get all of the stuff that they manufacture. Correct. I shan't so I, pick nits with you at this yeah. moment in time. But any further. But they 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 produce a product called Eight, which they said it's the reason why they called it Eight is because it's better. Eight is better than seven. Better than seven. So, yeah. so, but um, but you. When you look, they have several different products all under the eight label. But when you look at the product, the actual the actual ingredient that's in there, the active ingredient, is different across some of the labels. Yeah, so, which so you wouldn't think that you would you wouldn't think that, but it is. And yeah. consequently, the application instructions and are what different. you can use it yes. on are are, are different. So um, seven is the same thing, right? For yeah, well, million I mean, for, years, for a million years, was, seven was carbaryl. Yeah, carbaryl. And, it, and that and that's just what it was. And I just assumed it. it yeah, but it's not se- anymore, seven no. is the trademark name. They can put whatever they want in right. the bottle under seven, and they do. And now they do. <laughs> it's yeah. not. It's not carbaryl anymore. No. And, and for the record, that spans all of the product lines. Just about that right. we sell. Correct. We have the same label, same name. Same looking bottle, but different ingredients in there. So even if you've been using it regularly, yeah. and double check. Been around for a hundred years, and, and they, they have, we'd be gone now. It used to be we'd be gone, but now we'd be gone could be grass killer. I mean, there's all kinds of different things. So you have to read the labels. Yeah. So just be be very aware of what you're or ask questions what, too, or of what you what you're doing, what you're using. Okay. And just because the bottle is blue does not mean it's an insecticide no. to be used on your roses, doesn't it? Ken? That is correct. Because one that, time, oh yeah, I not at band camp. I I sprayed the entire rose garden with uh weed herbicide with, weed herbicide. with herbicide. Yeah. Fortunately, roses are tough enough. It didn't yeah. kill them, but it makes them didn't look do them any good. It, it, it hurt them, them for a little while. If you do want to get rid of them, you can just not water them for a few months, and that will do that a pretty will take good care job. Of it? Yes. If you would like to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. You're listening to Garden Talk. We're going to head over to Pacific Beach where Mike is waiting. Good morning, Mike. How are you? Hey, good morning. There's no better way to start the weekend than listening to your show. Well, thank wow. you. I appreciate that. Very nice. What can we do for you? Um, I... I bought two avocado trees from you, and it'll be uh, two years this November that I planted them. One's a Haas, one's a Kona. Okay. And I was wondering when I can uh, expect some uh, return on my investment. Are they growing well? Doing oh, well? they are. I uh, EB stone every month and deep water them about every three to four weeks. Okay. I mean, theoretically, I don't know what size. Usually it takes three to, about three to five years before you really start seeing some fruit production. but Before you see a lot, yes. But... but but I mean, if it's grown well, that's that's the most important thing at this point. And yeah, if, then, you have, if you haven't killed it, then yeah. you're ahead of the game. Yeah, I was going to say most people, yeah, kill kill avocados in their and first since, runs. Since they are younger trees, this summer and the next summer, probably more frequent, shallower irrigations are going to benefit the trees more than these uh, deep soakings once a month. 
Um, as the weather okay. warms up, they're going to be uh, needing more frequent watering. So I have a friend in that specific beach, isn't it? Bay Park. Yes. And right, uh, yeah. he, he did the deep watering thing, and it caught up with him in July or August. So uh, I would water probably at least once a week during the summer um, because they don't have a big extensive root system. And have you mulched the trees? Or is there a layer of mulch under them? Yes. Okay. Good. Keep it there, and as the leaves fall, let them stay there as well. Okay. All right. Yeah, but usually oh, as soon as I get my first harvest, I'll bring some into you. Oh, that'd be great! <laughs> we, we, Love it. We Especially only require Just... we only require twenty five percent of the first three crops. So <laughs> that's what that's yeah, when, when when you when you bought the that's what's on the bottom of your receipt. So yes. just take a look at it. <laughs> And does, what's the difference? The Kona avocado trees is that? Uh, I think they all come uh, right that once. Was that was that's what I heard on the radio before I bought it? Well, but I one hundred percent of my Kona's ripened at the same time. All two of them? No, just one. Oh, one. I had one. <laughs> okay. It's a young tree and it hasn't been watered. I don't listen to those guys on Garden Talk, so it hasn't done well. But it did. It was one avocado and it ripened at the same time as itself. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I don't, I don't. I think the flavor. I mean, there's some different characteristics in the flavor. It's very popular in Hawaii. It's like the. It's supposed one. to yeah. be wonderful. Yeah. Um, we shall see. All right. Well, thank you very much, and uh, keep up the great show. Thank, thank you, Mike. you, Mike. Have a great weekend. Yeah. All right. You too. Bye bye okay. now. Goodbye. So, in, in five gallons, what I've seen typically, if you put a five gallon in, the second year you get a couple flowers, third year you get a, you know one or two pieces of fruit, and then fourth year and beyond you start getting production. Yeah, it takes a it while. It takes right, them a, but, but, a couple yeah, of years to growing. get going. But if yeah. you're if they're growing, yeah, you're on the right you're path. You're on the right path to success. Right. Yeah. Um, although you know, with with the um, with the stuff that's been coming in lately, you can probably tack an extra. Well, yeah, it's a good an point. Extra year yeah, yeah, you're, you're it, not it's, Unfortunately, they are a bit smaller. it is smaller. It's on the small side. It is on the small side. If you would like to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. Uh, so we're going to go out to Allied Gardens where Kate is waiting. Good morning, Kate. How are you? Good morning. Um, I'm barely awake. I'm not through my first cup of coffee yet. But I, <laughs> I caught the show early Saturday morning. Very good. <laughs> um, I have a question about fig trees. About um, a year and a half, maybe two years ago, I went down to your nursery and bought a Turkish brown fig. Oh, tree. turkey. Okay. Brown turkey, yeah. Brown turkey, thank you. Um, and I planted it in a pot at my sister's house because we were afraid of the root system invading the pipes, the sewer lines or something, mm-hmm. um, because I would read that the root system is uh, super invasive. But the fig tree is sad. It wants to grow in a bigger place. So I wanted to take it out of the pot, but I was going to ask your opinion about the root system. They can be. Yeah. I, they from my experience they have a lot of they have they have a pretty extensive root system but it's not like other ficus other trees that, ficus, that's correct that, Which, that yeah, create huge surface roots problems. and things like that i probably wouldn't plant it over a over plant it in an area where the sewer line runs through um if you can figure that out and the way your house is set up but um Typically, there is a, a spot about five feet away. Is that far enough? Five yeah. feet from the septic line or sewer line? Yeah. That's very close. Yeah, that's, that's, close. Pretty close. that's pretty close. That's pretty close. So uh, you yeah. could try moving it into a larger container. Or um, or putting some sort of barrier, root barrier they down make, there. Yeah, or, they, do, yeah. they do make root barriers. Yeah. I, I would put it into a bigger pot. I think putting it within five feet of your sewer line is asking for trouble. Okay. Um, especially in an old, especially in an older house. Yes. If, if it's yeah. an older neighborhood, yeah. It is an older neighborhood, and then uh, my, I have a bunch of questions, but you can cut me off anytime I'm too questiony. Not a problem. We may we may have to put you on hold in a little bit, but we let's let's keep going. Okay. Um, blueberries. Can you grow them in San Diego? I, I also planted a blueberry bush at her house, and it looks a little sad. In the ground or in the container? In the ground. Okay. I mean, you could grow blueberries in San Diego. Yeah, it's not a very problem. Easily. But, but typically, it's soil isn't really conducive are you to on, blueberries. Are, are you but, on Facebook by chance? 
I am. If yeah, you go well, to I try our, not to be, but yeah. yeah. If you go to our the Garden Talk page or even the nursery page on Facebook, this past Wednesday, Wisdom had a whole uh, presentation on growing berries in San Diego, and it talked to some of the specifics for blueberries. Oh, okay. Thank you. I will yep. do that. You're welcome. Do you want to give us a quick tease as what well, the, blueberries the key are diff- for, for well, blueberries? The, the, yes, your pH is critical for blueberries. Yeah. They're, they're an acid-loving plant, and it's a low pH. And if you put them in the ground here, it, and if you don't amend it properly and don't feed it with an acid fertilizer, you typically lose them in a year or two. So straight, straight, into, the, straight into the azalea mix or into a – that'd be a great container plant. Yes. Plant yeah, they do very well mix. in containers. It works, yeah, it works far well, better. Yeah, absolutely. But it's just not the best plant for, in the soil. Right. Unless yeah. you how do I know – how do I test my soil? You can get a pH meter. Yeah. A pH meter or there are some pH test kits that you can get And I'm to. just going to tell you, my opinion is just do it in a container. Don't even, don't even try okay. to do it in the ground. With azalea soil? Yeah. Yes. The, pink, the yeah. pink bag of azalea mix that we sell from EB Stone is both a potting and a planting mix, and you can pot straight into it, and they'll be happy in that. Yes, they will. Oh, okay. Yeah, they require oh, somewhere okay. between a 4.8 and a 5.4 mm. pH, and, and, desert, and ours so. is normally 7 or above just to start out, oh. so it's tough. Yeah. That's probably why it looks sad. Yes. I, I, um, I, but it, it's still alive, so it's okay. Yeah. Barely. And then I also planted in her yard. This is um, these are my questions about my sister's yard, um, an apple tree. And it had been grafted four times. So it's got four different sorts of apples. And um, it looks um, a little sticky, but I just planted it a few months ago. But it looks like it's getting little apples on it. I don't know if they'll amount to anything, but I'm hoping so. Well, you know what? We're going to have to put you on hold, but we will answer that question when we come back. So don't go anywhere, Kate. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. We're going to be back with more right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. To the garden party, they all knew my name. No one recognized me. I didn't look the same, but it's all right now. I learned my lesson well. You see, you can't please everyone, so you got to please yourself. And we're back. With more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ, I'm Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. We're going to go back to the phone and talk to Kate. Kate, did you stay with us? I am. Okay. I'm still here. And you you had a question about your apple tree, and you had some, it sounds like you have some fruit setting on it, and you were asking how that was going to play out? Yes, and my um, brother came to visit from Texas, and he says, oh, I think you need to clip this um, sucker off the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. But it's such a brand new tree. I'm afraid to trim it. Will that hurt it to trim the suckers this early, or should I do no, that? You, you should do it. Your if brother's it is, correct. If it's an actual sucker, yes, take it off. Well, how do I know if that's what I'm worried about? Is an actual well, sucker? How do I? Well, if it is below the graft, a multi-graft tree, then the branches, the upper arms of the tree, should be the desirable portion. So anything below that probably is rootstock, or yeah. anything that's coming straight out of the ground, away from the trunk. Um, yeah, that's that, what this is doing. Yeah, right that, right that, that's a, that sounds like a sucker. Go ahead and cut it off. Cut it off as close okay. as close to the root system as you can. Okay, and then I'll ask one last question, if I may. Certainly. Um, I was told the most wonderful fruit in the world was a cherimoya, and I agree 100% now. And I planted a cherimoya tree about two years ago, and this year I got three cherimoyas off it. I was so tickled. But I want to make sure it thrives and does well, and I know it's native to the Andes, and I'm like, Um, any advice on keeping it healthy and 
maturing and well it sounds it sounds like you're on the right track so i don't think i would i don't think i would change much uh from what you're doing now uh make sure that you're feeding it with a good uh fruit tree fertilizer on a on a regular basis just according to the label directions the other if you if you haven't tried doing it um get a get a very soft um paintbrush just a small paintbrush and hand pollinate the flowers and you should get better fruit production that way they they do much better with hand pollination than they do on through natural process oh so as the, um, when the when the flower opens up you just you take the take the paintbrush and and put it inside the flower to pick up the pollen and then just transfer that pollen to the other, to, flowers. To the other flowers and that should give okay. you you should get more than 3 cherimoyas off of it but if you got 3 yeah. without doing it that's that's yeah, that's, that's pretty good. That's, that's very pretty, good. Actually, yeah. pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that's great. I would. Uh, oh. The only thing, I mean, the only thing I have issues with cherimoyas is is maybe in the winter time is watching the watering. You don't want to make sure you overwater. You don't want to overwater when it's cold and you know right. if we get rain. But short of that, I mean, everything else should be pretty. I mean, they, they do water. Like, You're saying yeah. don't overwater it Correct. when it's rainy in, in, okay. the, in the winter time when it's cool out. Keep it on okay. the drier side when it's cool out That's during the, the cooler, wetter period. I mean, everything else. I mean, it sounds yep. like you're doing well, though. Yeah. If you've, got, okay. yeah if, you've, if you've had fruit off it, you're doing Already, very well. Here, yeah. Here's an excellent website that you'll find uh, useful for the cherimoya. If you type in C-R-F-G. C as in cat? Correct. R-F-G and then the word cherimoya uh, in your search engine. And that's for the California Rare Fruit Growers. And they have a very, very robust website with regard to the different fruits that uh, – aren't typically grown. It'll give you a lot of information on irrigation, fertilization, pollination. A and, robust oh, cool. website? And care and culture for <laughs> these unique fruits. Yes. Okay. Um, can I ask another question? Sure. <laughs> well, wait, no, no. I she said, no, they, before she said it was her last question, so. No, go, no. Don't, don't listen to George. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'll just stay on all day. <laughs> um, I have an almond tree also in the backyard. And um, I was, I go for a walk with um, my neighbor and we saw an almond tree in the neighborhood that was just prolific. It had thousands of almonds on it. And mine is not like that. I probably have, you know, a couple hundred and that's it. Well, it, it, I think it depends. It, it probably variety. depends on the variety because there, yeah. there are some, there are some almond trees that require pollinators. And then there's, I think there's only one that doesn't all in one. I know doesn't require a pollinator. Wait a minute. She is complaining that she only has a couple Hundreds, hundred yeah. almonds on her tree. Yeah. I think we should suggest that maybe it's a smaller or younger tree and that a couple hundred almonds is very, very nice. That is very but good, there are re- pollinator requirements. But um, I'm going to give her a skeptical over-the-glasses look complaining that she only has a couple of hundred almonds on her tree. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, how old is your almond tree? Uh, maybe three years old. Yeah. Oh, still, so still if you're still developing yeah. a framework, so just keep going with what you're doing because that's a good, that's a very good start on a relatively young tree. Yeah, that's good production for a three-year-old tree. Yeah, yeah. Sounds okay. like you know what you're doing. By the way, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. Well, <laughs> sounds like everything well, seems to be going well. Just keep doing it because yeah. <laughs> whatever you're doing, whatever you're doing, don't don't stop because uh, you're you're doing it right. All right. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you. Have a great weekend. You too. Bye-bye. Take care. Yeah. I was going to say something about almonds, and I can't remember what it was. Were you going to yeah, apologize like to her for the way I spoke to her? I, I hope she knew I was kind of kidding. Of course she oh. did. Oh, I mean, yes. okay. Yeah, yeah. You think we're okay? It was okay? in jest, yes. Okay, okay. And I was kidding as well about her question, so. Yeah, of course. Oh, well, that. <laughs> Everybody knows you're nice, George, so they wouldn't expect anything right. like that from you. I'm the nice one. Well, I'll say while you're thinking, if you want to give us a call, the number is 888-344-1170. Yeah, we've got a few minutes before the uh, end of the show. Before the end of the show. uh, Let me take a look through my notes to see if there's anything else that we missed. Well, I'm sure there is nothing that you missed. You you mentioned the Wednesday Wisdom over Berries. That's a pretty complete it is, Pretty and that, and that is actually article. that is actually from the California Rare Fruit Growers, or they posted it, um, and it's it's very useful for a, a number of different berries, mulberries, uh, the different cane berries, blueberries, strawberries, yes. etc. I've been watering my mulberry this mulberry this year because last year when mulberry harvesting season came and my daughter came to get mulberries so she could make jam with her grandmother, I hadn't properly watered the very low water 
mulberry, <laughs> and so the mulberries were unusable. Uh, I want to make sure that doesn't happen this year. We are still eating yeah. the uh, Persian mulberries off the weeping. Uh, they're doing very, very yeah. well. I noticed how much we got some into the store that I think, didn't they have fruit with color on it already? I Mine are barely out. It was the last tree that came out of dormancy at my house was the mulberry. mulberry. Oh, this okay. one's doing really well, and it's one year. We just planted it last year. It's awesome. I remember what I was going to say. We were talking about cherimoyas. We had a had an employee that loved cherimoyas. Yeah. And, uh, I was thinking of that too. Yeah, I was he, thinking about, yeah. And, and I and I do like I, I do like cherimoyas when they're when they're when they're ripe. Um, but he brought in one, and he said, "This is a this is a really rare one." And it was one of the really lumpy ones. And and he said, uh, "He said try it." He said, "I he said I I just think this is outstanding." And so he sliced some pieces up, and I. My first mistake was smelling it. <laughs> yeah, because I smelled it. I was like, "Oh my god!" And he he's like, "No, it tastes really good." And I, so I I took a bite of it. And I, I I mean, I couldn't spit it out. You fast sure it wasn't enough. durian? No, it wasn't durian. Uh, but man, I could not spit it out fast enough. I'm like, "Oh man, I, that, that just tastes terrible." I, I remember his yeah. descriptive seed yes, chart. Yes, yeah. yes. And uh, and I said, "You know what? I, I trying to think of trying to think of it." But, that tastes like barf. I mean, it was, it was, it was really yeah. bad. Good, was, good morning, uh, San Diego. How's yeah. breakfast today? Yeah. So. so, you know, when, when she said that I, I had the, the, my favorite or the best piece of fruit in the world, I didn't think cherimoya. Uh, no, we, I was thinking spicy nectar plum. That's yeah, what I too. thought of. You know, so that I love the nectar. I mean, that's a, it's, yeah, yeah. There's no. I do like cherimoya, but that wasn't what I thought of. Yeah. I, I was thinking degustibus. Exactly. You know, exactly. we all have different tastes and certain things that we would like, like. That best cherimoya that mm-hmm. you thought tasted like barf um, probably was not, in his mind, what that really was. I'm, I'm sure it was not. And the, are we done? I yeah. think we are done <laughs> okay. for the weekend. On that note, we'll be back next Saturday with another hour of Garden Talk right here on KCBQ and KPRZ. Have a great weekend, everybody. And uh, let's, not, let's not forget those that, fall, that have fallen on this Memorial Day. Thanks for joining us on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, your source for gardening, landscaping, and horticulture news. Still have a question for the Garden Talk crew or want to learn more about the show, how to become a guest or sponsor? Send an email to askanexpert at walteranderson.com. That's askanexpert at walteranderson.com or visit walteranderson.com. There's more professional gardening advice next week at this same time on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery.